0: Hello, and welcome to Bird Camp Wonderland Live, ABW Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, John. I haven't hosted for a long time, so please bear with me. And it's just me and the man behind all the buttons. Um, give him some love, everyone who's in the chat, because he's not had a good week. Hello, Danny. I'd ask how you are, but I already know.
1: Uh, you do know, because you made the, the t- awful mistake of going, how are you? And the polite thing is go, yeah, I'm good. I did go, yeah, I'm good. I went through all my medical illnesses and how I'm fucked off I am and cold, and I've had enough. And basically, I'm ready for the scrapyard.
0: Right. I mean, we yeah. could ship you out to Spain, maybe,
1: you know. I want to go to Colombia.
0: Colombia? Oh, that's, yeah,
1: that's all the time. Uh, it's Antigua there. Yeah. But a, lo- a load of honkeys went there years ago and they mated with all the locals, and uh, everyone there looks like they're Spanish, uh, English. But they they all speak Spanish. And there you think, go. fucking, how are you not from Norwich, love? Like that. You go, <laughs> oh, hello, cheeky. And they got a lovely tan and everything's cheap. And I could get myself a couple of concubines and honcubines and uh, porcupines. Wow. I think one of those things wasn't
0: a real thing. Well, oh, I don't know. Honcubine, is probably a thing somewhere. Maybe we should there we go, chat. We should start a GoFundMe for Danny so he can go to Antigua. Um I don't know how we'd work our podcasts out around that, but I'm sure we'd manage it.
1: We get we get th- actually because one of our podcasts, the um El Neni Wonderland, mm. so I've bit the side of my tongue about like five days ago, so I've got um I'm, I'm dribbling like Harry Kane. That's why I have to keep going like that. Uh, uh <laughs> fucking awful. Um so uh yeah, this YouTube, for the first time, and we've been doing this for nearly 10 years, for the first time in nearly a decade, YouTube's gone, oh, we're going to recommend this video. So normally that YouTube video would have got that podcast, same as this, would have got 1,000 views. So far, it's at 5,500 views. And every it was nearly a month ago, and every day it's getting three or 400 more views. So that video, we made nearly 20 quid on. I say we, the podcast, has made oh, really? nearly 20, 20 quid on.
0: I don't see, I don't see a penny of that money. I do this for free. It's
1: disgusting. I know it's an absolute outrage. Well, after the two hundred, we need to about two hundred and fifty a year to pay for it all. Anything that's <laughs> left over after that, I'm going down Iceland. I'm buying some bone burgers made out of ninety-two percent bone, and we're having a ABW barbecue. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, and the other thing that loads of people give it a thumbs up, and loads of people commented. Like I've been trying to get all of ABW to comment on all of our videos. Have you done it, John?
0: I haven't no. I got distracted. Ah. I, I saw. Oh, the, boobs? I mean, it's boob. It's boob-related. They were attached to a lady. Um, yeah, she was Be basically angry. like a. She was a. She was a rock nerds like wet dream. This is completely not football. Can you tell we don't want to talk about the North London <laughs> derby? <laughs> yeah, she's. Um, she was a geek stream. She was. She had a Rolling Stones bag and she was listening to Iron Maiden and reading a Spider-Man comic. It was like perfect. <laughs> a, a Rolling Stones bag. Yeah. One of my well, favorite she had a bag Stones. with Rolling Stones on. But yeah, yeah, there you go. One of my anyway. favourite songs is by the Rolling
1: Stones, painted It Black.
0: It's a very good song.
1: Stunning song from the TV series about Vietnam.
0: What was oh, it called? Oh, God, that was it used really to be on TV. Yeah, my dad used to let me stay up late to watch that.
1: Oh, I used to love that. that and then they all died.
0: Show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we've gone completely off topic. Um, right, we are going to talk about football and Arsenal now. Um, do we? Do, do we need to talk about the the last game? Do we have to mention it? I mean, we won, obviously, so that was good. But
1: uh, Chelsea have beaten Leeds one nil, so our, our run for third is, is taking a bit of a knee to the testicles there. But yeah. Nisa beating Saint Etienne four two, so Chris is no doubt happy. God, not. Tour easy. of Duty,
0: thank you. Uh, That's Prepper, the badge. There we go. Tour of Duty.
1: That, that is the exact. I love that program. That's why I like painted black. In fact, up and that was probably in the mid eighties, up until the early nineties. I honestly thought I saw a rector and I want it painted red. I thought, why are you painting it like a rector? <laughs> like so I thought, it's some kind of religious figure. Like a pope, I see a pope and I want him painted red. Oh, and only yeah. when I saw the the, the instructions, the words, went, it's oh, I saw a red door, a back, black. No, red, yeah, I have a red door and I want it painted black.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: there we go. So, yeah. so I thought, why are you painting an erector black? Poor bloke, he's only just speaking to God, he's
0: got his dog collar on. He might so have been, been an Al Jolson impersonator. <laughs> um. <laughs> Could be. You never know. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to be some really old people in chat to get that joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we won our last game, and it's it's all everything's gone right. Like we had that horrible run of three games, and then we turn it around against Chelsea and Man United. We had some not the most perfect wins, but we go into tomorrow night. Um, we're four points above that lot. If we win tomorrow, that's it. Champions League is done. Fifth place is already guaranteed. Uh, Man United can't finish any higher than sixth, which is hilarious. And the way they're going at the moment, they might (laughs) drop even lower. (laughs) Um, And even if, you know, we... I'm not going to say the word, but even if we didn't get the result that everyone wants tomorrow, we can still get fourth. Um, Just... Look, I, I've been t- uh, back in all season and even when like it was really, really bad last year as well. Um did you think, Danny, after those three games that we lost that we would be in this position now?
1: as I was thinking of going back. We did a predictions before the season started, and I think I predicted fourth. if we'd have done that yeah I'm going to go back and have a look I I think I said top six probably fourth because it's going to be Man City Liverpool Chelsea and then us I said because we've got everything because everyone's working on... Like, Aubameyang's going to get 30 goals this season.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But I reckon if we'd have done I it after... I forgot he was in
0: the team this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think if we'd, if I'd have done that after... I don't know why I've opened that one. That's the wrong one to open. But didn't we lose uh, three? We lost three. Then we smashed West Brom in the... We, we stat-padded West Brom. Yeah. And then we lost to Man City. So after four games... it. Oh, no, it wasn't. It's was after three games. The first one... The first, yeah. first three
0: games we lost, did we? Yeah. Brentford, Chelsea, City? Yeah. I think.
1: Oh, there you go. So I knew there was three out of four. And so we'd let in, what, uh, nine goals in three games, bottom of the league. Spurs, famously, were top of the league. That league table that those Spurs fans love to keep flashing and going, oh, look at this, cut and paste. And it's uh, them top, us bottom. At that point, I would not have been predicting fourth place. Mm-hmm. I would have predicted bottom half. I was maybe 13th, 14th. Uh, but... Yeah, so I'm going to go back and have a look at that. And now now that I know how to edit podcasts out of video with using Windows Movie Maker, I might go and do a little snippet of of what everybody's final predictions were. Because we actually did two podcasts, John. I think you were on one of them. We did four on one and three on another. Yeah,
0: yeah, we got as many people on as we could, didn't we? Yeah. I think, Um, I'm trying to remember, I'm pretty sure I said top six. And I think I said, I hope it's fourth. But realistically, I think the best we'll do is fifth. I'm sure it's something like that. But I didn't have us down for top four this season. I just thought it was too much. And that was before we lost those opening three games as well. Um, but, yeah, we've looked like Arteta, the coaching staff, the players, have, they've obviously had downs this season and some disappointing results, but they've turned it around and they've put themselves in a position where it's basically it's up to us if we want fourth. If we go out and perform and if we win tomorrow, it's all done. And like you were saying earlier, you know, about uh, Chelsea, are one up one up against Leeds at the moment, there's still a chance even that we can catch Chelsea. I'm sure most people are probably feeling like they want to throw up now when they're just worrying about tomorrow. I want to get out of the money. <laughs> Not thinking about the Chelsea thing. But, um, yeah, it's just an incredible turnaround. And, like, credit to, like I said, all the manager and the coaches and all the players. And, and big credit to the players that have come in when we've needed them. Um, what do you I put mean, it down to, though? Um, I think the, I think the thing is, if you look back across the whole season, when everyone was available and we had like our best team out and everyone was performing, I don't even know if Abamyang would get in it because he was off for the time he was here. Really, this season, Lacazette was actually playing quite well, but not scoring. But he was doing a lot of stuff and he was getting shots off and stuff. And that team looked like it could really mix it with pretty much everyone bar City and Liverpool, to be fair. Um, I think our dips have been down to inexperience, certain key players missing, um, sometimes a little bit of naivety on the pitch, which again probably comes from the age thing. Some of it's been Arteta, like he's made the wrong decisions. I'm sure he knows that. But you're going to get that with a guy who's like fresh in the job. I know he's been here—is it two and a half years now? But it still is his first job at a massive club. Um, so I, I think it's normal. I think even even if we had the most experienced manager, like a Klopp or Pep or something, I don't doubt that we'd maybe be a bit higher up, um, and maybe we would already have fourth. I'm not saying that Arteta's that level. But there's no doubt you would still get some weird results where we would, you know, like the Palace game or like even um, the last game we played where we were like 2 0 up, comfortable against Leeds and then concede a goal and everyone's like, oh, fucking hell, and your arsehole's going 5p, 50p, like for <laughs> 20 minutes. You're still going to get that just because of the age profile of the team. Um, but I think the turnaround has been in part two. We, we tried, when Party was out of the side, you had. They tried to do the thing where, okay, we're not going to change our system. We're just going to put someone else in for party. And that wasn't working. Um, then obviously lost Tierney. We'd already lost Tommy So the defence was a mess. So you had to shore that up. But when he went back to the double pivot, I know Xhaka still gets up the pitch. But when he brought El Neni back in, it just secured and solidified everything. And it's not all just about Elneny. I do, I do think the way the team's playing has changed slightly from when we had part in the team and we don't have that one sort of singular point in midfield where you can just wriggle out of anything and release the ball. Uh, everyone's sort of changed their positions and the runs they make a little bit. But that has been huge. Um, and it's incredible the way that Elneny's come in, basically not played for us this season, and Eddie and Nketiah as well. And really taking their chance, both of them, and just said, no, I'm going to stake a place in the team. And, you know, because of that, there's obviously the contract was already on the table for Eddie. Maybe he's going to get an improved offer. You don't know. There's talk El he's getting a new deal as well. Going to be offered a new deal, which I don't really have a problem with. And because of the way we've played, Arteta has got himself a new contract as well. Um, I don't doubt he probably would have got one anyway regardless but what do you what do you make of that the whole Arteta and the new contracts and
1: everything I'm glad about the contract it's because I've, I've been saying all season that although I thought I'd, I'd like to have him sacked there's no point because we'd have to go through the new manager don't want these players get new players in and that would take another 18 <laughs> months so yeah he shifted almost everybody out there's a few to come back from on loan that we need to that he doesn't want wants to get get rid of but he's got the core of a decent squad in. and I expect him to go out and do a decent summer, him and Edu, like they did last summer. And then uh, someone had a stat the other day, a fact. They said, when you after the first three losses of the season, Arsenal have won 21 of the next 32 games. And I thought, that sounds a bit much. I didn't look in the league. And the most is Man City with 27 wins, Liverpool 26, us 21. And then Chelsea and Spurs are on 19. I think bloody hell. And we've got one of the best defenses in the league. We've only conceded 31 goals. Only, I mean, conceded 42 goals. I was looking at the wrong one. And so that's, uh, I think it's one, two, three, four, five, sixth best defence in the league because there's three of us on 42. And uh, the whole thing is just looking, it's coming together at the right time. We've seen so many, in so many previous seasons, we've had dodgy starts or rough patches. I mean, Wenger was famous for it in the 98 season. Uh, and I think in the uh, in the 2 season, what well, maybe that one as well, we were so far behind at different points in the season and then we go on a magnificent run towards the end of the season. <clears throat> yeah. and, then, and then we end up winning the league in those cases or in this case, getting fourth, maybe pushing for third. Come on, Leeds. And it's all got to come down to the players believing in the manager, which is something easy the, the, the players that have left the, the, the Bundesliga bastards. They didn't believe in the manager. They, they made, they went out of their way to try and make sure that they were to get him out of the club, which is, uh, when you get to a situation like that, it's either going to be the manager or the players. And we saw with Emery, it was the manager that went.
0: Yeah, and exactly.
1: I think maybe the people at the top of the club, we, we complain, they don't know anything about football, but, they obviously saw the same situation happening here. and went, we can't have the same thing. We can't get rid of another manager, possibly. This is what they were thinking. And they've gone, no, what we are going to do? We'll get rid of the players. And it has cost them. I mean, how many times in your time as an Arsenal fan, have you remembered uh, one of our top players having their contracts cancelled and said, there you go, off you go, bye-bye?
0: I, I mean, I don't remember it happening in football in general, let alone at Arsenal. It's very rare for that sort of thing to happen. Yeah. Um... I'm not showing off my guns, Phil Maca. Sorry for anyone who's just listening. Apparently, I'm showing my guns off. It's just a T-shirt. I can't, it's, it's quite warm in Essex now. All of a sudden, it's very strange. Um, yeah, I, it's a very weird situation. And I think you're right. Like the Emery thing was a case of he walked into a team that needed fixing, got bought some players, and it didn't work out. And it's quite clear he's not a bad manager from his record. Um, it was just the... Uh, maybe he was the right manager at the wrong time or whatever the saying is. Um, and Arteta's come in and I think he's changed the culture, the atmosphere around the club. Like you said, he's got rid really a lot of those sort of players who were causing issues. Uh, some people like it, some people don't, but I, I think he's fixed a lot of things and he's made a real connection. Like, I care about this squad now. Mm. Like, that, the whole team. Like, I can't remember the last time I actually cared about an Arsenal team was probably I like, genuinely liked everyone it was like 2008 maybe that side although there's one that's the, the the thing is there's one anomaly in both the current side and the 2008 side 2008 side was William Gallas and in this side it's Pepe <laughs> oh,
1: uh,
0: and there's the two is the two but even Pepe like I think since Al was left and Guendouzi and those sort of guys, like, he still frustrates the hell out of me. But you can see all the talent and everything there. But I care about, like, all the players. Like, Elneny is not a world-beater. Neither Cedric. Cedric. Um, you know, Jacques has got his faults. Rob Holding isn't the greatest centre-back in the world. You know, he's limited in a lot of ways. Eddie Nketiah is a, you know... Maybe squad player striker for a Premier League club. But they all go out on the pitch and they try and do what the manager has asked them to do. Um, sometimes successfully, sometimes not. But I still want to cheer them on. Whereas like previous Arsenal sides, I'd be like, oh, I like watching Alexis. He's fun. Or Urzel yeah. when he first came or something like that. Then there'd be other players I'd just be like, oh, you absolute wanker. Why have you got an Arsenal shirt on? I didn't really, I just, I just stopped caring. I think the the fact you've got the HLM boys in there is a lot of young players, Erdegaard, Martinelli, um, you know, Tierney, just like likable characters, and they seem to stick up for each other more. The fans have all got on sides. I, d- I do think, in a weird way, the pandemic helped. Like I think there's a, from what I hear from other people who go to the stadium a lot more regularly than I do, there's a lot of, uh, of a younger crowd there who are perhaps a bit more vocal or less, I don't know less fed up with Arsenal, because if you've been watching Arsenal for a long time, it's very easy to get fed up with us, watching us and the way things have been going the last well, like, 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, just the buzz seems to be there. Like, do you, do you remember the last time, like, the whole stadium was singing the manager's name?
1: Yeah, probably when retired.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, realistically. <laughs> and then before that, it was probably late. Oh,
1: many years.
0: Late. 2000s, late 2000s. Maybe Wenger was still popular enough then. We had that decade of shit, didn't we?
1: Yeah. But but then I remember thinking years ago when we had, at the moment, that point you made was good, where Elneny and Eddie and Big Bob, they're not necessarily the best players at the club, but the other players bring them up another level. But for so many years at Arsenal, I used to say when we signed a new player, and when we've got Alexis or Ozil or, or, or any of that lot, how would how long would it be before he drags the rest of the team up to his level or they drag him down to their level? And that's what ended up happening so often. We had decent players and then the rest of the team would end up dragging them down. And then some of the, the, the magic, Alexis was probably, I'm thinking how far back do you want to go? Probably since the Invincible was our best player, our most gifted player. The player that uh, that could just grab anything by the game for me, and I loved him. He's so good. I put, I've, I've took out, um, I took out Lundberg and put um, Sanchez in my best Arsenal eleven. moved mm. Perez to the right and put Sanchez on the left. That's how good he was. But then he, that all ended in tears. Even when he was the, the half season he had with us at the end, I think he got eight goals in seventeen games. Yeah. He must have been looking around at the players around him and gone, none of you. Much like trying to do this podcast tonight, John. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> 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 There's 12 people in that group. The only person who was available was John. The rest of them, you're all fired. That's why you're my favorite, John. I don't yeah. say that often.
0: I, I've, I've you... never I've never heard you say that, Danny. I've never heard no? you say that once. <laughs> or read it in a message in a WhatsApp
1: proof. <laughs> How <laughs> oh dare you? Who are you implying? Oh
0: uh, dear. Yeah, so it's just a. Uh,
1: so now everybody is fighting for each other. And you see that Elneny has come in and done it. Jacquel has sorted his life out. We never thought I mean the fans actually like Xhaka. Me and you, we're the original founder members of the Xhaka the fan club because we've always liked, we've always seen what he could give. We saw him playing in the Bundesliga. And we know that if you if you don't you don't put a boat with holes in it, in the ocean, because it's going to sink. You don't give Xhaka a job to do that he can't do because he'll sink. Yeah. That's what you need to do with Xhaka. You need to yeah. stop doing that. And that's as soon as you move party and let party play a bit deeper and be the, the quarterback, and then you let Xhaka go forward a little bit and say, Xhaka, don't have to worry about it. You know that you know you can't tackle really well. And you tend to get mistimed and get carried away with it like it's a, like it's a, a Sunday morning, five-a-side, and you, you're all pissed. Don't, You'd don't have to do that anymore. You just concentrate and get in the ball, and now look at his percentages for everything that he does.
0: Yeah,
1: we were right, John. We were right.
0: I mean, I, I'm, I'm famously, I don't like to say I'm right ever about anything, but you can
1: say it because there's yeah, no one no, here, no, here. I am right, and I
0: love Shaka. And to be fair, yeah, there is no one here, so um, <laughs> fuck you Chris, uh, <laughs> 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 but no, it is it, they, like, the like the thing about players coming up to someone, the best players. A level in a team or the best players being dragged down a level, um, it can go either way. And I think, like you said, whilst those players who have come in are limited in one way or another, whether it's technical ability or uh, playing out for the back, if it's Rob Holding, um, you know, a defence splitting pass from Elneny, you know, anything like that, they they all seem to have upped their game. And I think that comes from belief in the manager, the system, the style of play, um, belief in your teammates saying oh you know what yeah I, I feel comfortable I'll give you the ball here I've got no I'm not going to go oh I'm not passing to him he's a bit dodgy on the ball and we've seen that for quite a few years down at Arsenal um, and you see it at other clubs as well where someone's like in midfield they've got the ball and then they look and there's the slightly dodgy fallback. they can pass to and they're like mm, no I'm going to go back to the keeper this is not a safe ball but everyone feels comfortable and confident and says yes I want the ball want to receive it we're going to try and Impose ourselves on the way of play, um, and yeah, and big up Arteta for for doing it. I know there's still people who aren't, aren't going to believe him, but I think he was well deserved of that contract. Um, I do think he would have got it anyway if we had missed out on Europe.
1: Yeah, uh, there was rumours that when he went to America in January, that's what he was <clears> there for. Yeah, apparently, it's I like, like I mean, we know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still think he went to try and convince Stan to give him some more money in January, to see if he could get a player, but who knows? Um, I, I don't think he'd need to go and see him about a contract. That's the sort of thing they can do over a phone, surely. I don't know. Um, I need to go somewhere warm. That That is also quite possible. Get, him, you know, get his hair just slightly adjusted. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Daniel James has been sent off for Leeds.
0: Oh, fucking hell. Can you stop like Card's Leeds, seriously.
1: He looked like he could have got sent off against us at the weekend. He was He's not happy there. He's gone from Man United to Leeds to possible relegation.
0: Oh, That's dear. bad. <laughs> yeah. And what were two clubs to go between as well? Man United and Leeds. Jesus Christ. Bet some people really fucking hate him now. Um... Yeah, I, I think he probably would have got it anyway if he hadn't have secured Europe. But, you know, he would have had to know, had a really bad season to, to not get a new offer. But I think the timing of the contract and the announcement was done. It was like, right, that was without saying it. And the club has been doing a lot of things without saying them, like making it quite clear, like the direction of the team and the age profile and everything. I think mean, that was a clear statement of, our aim for this season was to get back in the Europa League. Obviously we're in a position where we can get Champions League and it's probably a year ahead of schedule. Um to be if if the club and Arteta were probably being realistic. I don't think a you know, they would try for it, and they clearly are trying for it, and hopefully we do we do it, but I don't think it was like the realistic aim for this season. I think top six was probably the realistic aim and then build from there. Um, should we, Oh, I'm getting nervous. Just thinking about it. Do, really? we, have to, do, we, do we have to talk about tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did a, a
1: three quarters of an hour show with, um, a friend of mine, Alex who's, who's a, a Twitch person and he's a Spurs fan, although he's born and bred in Nottingham area. Hmm. And he was, he's as nervous as we are. And, uh, I was saying the only, if you've listened to the podcast, you'll, you'll have heard this, but I said the gist of it was the only thing you've got above us is two players that can score goals. But if we've got a back four, of Tommy Ashu, Gabrielle Holding, and Ben White. Good luck getting past them for with your tricky wingers. Who's going to get an elbow in the face and say none shall pass?
0: Yeah, I do. I do wonder what the lineup will be tomorrow. Um, maybe we'll come to that in a bit. Uh, yeah, I, there's a uh, new place I work now. There's a couple of Spurs fans there, and I was chatting to one today, and um, and I was like nervous about tomorrow, and he was like, "Yep, want to throw up." <laughs> he's, he, he's not even coming to the office this week he's like I can't, I'm working from home I can't do it and I think Arsenal were talking about it this week we forget they're probably even more nervous because if they lose tomorrow that's it their season's done that's, they've got nothing left to play for yeah they're, they're, that's it it's all over for them and it puts them in a weird position because I think Spurs at their best is when they soak up pressure and then break on people quick with players like Son. Uh, oh, who's the other guy they got? Ber, Ber- Bergwijn, Whatever his name? Is oh, that. the Dutch one who comes yeah. on and scores goals. Uh, Kuliszewski as well that they got from Juve. You know, the, yeah. another good player. Um, so um But yeah, that's their strength <laughs> is breaking on team. So, but it's a game they need to win. They need to go out to win it. So I really don't know what their approach is going to be because. Knowing Antonio Conte, or watching it at least having watched a lot of Conte teams, it's a lot of hard, hard work, hard, hard work for like 90 minutes straight. And then at some point, your winger or your fullback gets down the line, puts in a good cross and someone <laughs> scores a goal is generally how it goes. Um, so, yeah, I'll i be interested to see because there was uh, Mr, Mr. Collins is at the press conference today. Uh, he got a. Con- we saw him. Yeah, he got a congratulations. Did you know from Did from he? Mr. Yeah. Yes. For, for what? Oh, for haircut. Uh, no, it wasn't for the haircut. Although he did have one. Uh, Charles Watts tweeted a picture of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or at least took
1: a, <laughs> yeah. took a picture was, and Simon was in it. <laughs> I, I was watching the, the Charles Watt video. I think most of you probably go and watch Charles Watts on, on YouTube. He's brilliant. And when he sits down at the press conference, he pans left. There's a gentleman there with a very nice haircut. It's our very own Simon Collins. Uh, yeah. we, we created a monster there. He's yeah. taking over the world of football. So we created, he
0: was going there anyway. Um, but, uh, oh, I don't. Oh, actually, I'm not sure if the congratulations was from the press. It might have been from the press officer. I'm not sure if it was from Arteta. But someone at Arsenal gave him a congratulations uh, for him uh, and his lady friend because they're uh, they're tying the knot, aren't they? So, yeah. Uh, yes. So, I don't know who, about, who let you know.
1: Talking of congratulations, look at this tackle from uh, a Leeds player on a Chelsea player.
0: Oh, things you love to see. well ah, Jesus Christ.
1: Who is that? Oh, that's that's maybe that's Daniel James. I'd say by the fact that someone got sent off. I don't,
0: think, did... I don't know if that is Daniel James, he looks a bit large for that, but that's uh Anders Christensen, I think, for Chelsea.
1: Yeah, yeah good luck, Barcelona.
0: <laughs> did he nearly broke your player.
1: Fucking uh, no. that's, that's horrendous. That is... I mean, if everything looks worse when you do it frame by frame... Yeah. I mean, his foot could go behind his leg or in front of his leg, but...
0: That's still so bad.
1: That is... More will come. Um, up. I think... So that game's obviously hotting up. I mean, doing us a favour. You can go in there and smash Chelsea up and damage all wow. their players, help us yeah, get I mean, third.
0: Yeah, a few injuries, wouldn't go and Um. So... Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yes, press conference. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Simon was at the press conference and uh, he was telling us, or lots of journalists have been telling us, that there's still a doubt on Ben White. We're not sure yet. Um, they did say that maybe Saka was a doubt, but I think that's mind game bullshit. I think he'll be fine. So uh, if if Ben White isn't available, Danny,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what team would you put out? Well, what back four would you put out? Would you just chuck Cedric in at right back?
1: So the thing I like about having um, Ben White at right back is the fact that he's not, you're not going to catch him down in their penalty area under the ball trying yeah. to do magic. You don't want that. I think Cedric is... Um, grown up enough uh, Arteta to say to him "Oi, it's not going to be like t- trying to tell Alex Song defensive midfielder, don't go beyond the halfway line who thought he was Pele the whole time you know, you, no matter how much he told him he was never going to listen but I think yeah. if you say to Cedric don't go don't go roaming too far down that wing because then that leaves us vulnerable because then we have to back up into a back three and then that leaves us vulnerable down both flanks with their players because you're not catching any uh, so if, if he's our right back on our, their left it's going to probably be Cessignon
0: no, and that bloke so, is... Well, it'd be Son as well, wouldn't it? Has he has yeah, so, been playing from the
1: left as well, so yeah. I, I didn't know. I wasn't sure where he yeah. played from. But those two, yeah, you, if you had a motorbike, Cedric, you are not catching either of those two. So, so don't go putting yourself in a position where you can't get back and cover. Halfway line at the very most, then pass it sideways. We don't need to be doing any of that lot. Saka can come down and get the ball off you. He'll zigzag. He'll go full-on re, take it around every single Spurs player, put it in and cross it and stuff like that. But... It's it will be it will be Cedric at right back if if Ben White wise, isn't fit
0: yeah. Because yeah, so that, I don't think you do, you don't need to move Tommy because I mean the guy apparently can play any position you want. It wouldn't surprise it's me. Seemingly he's a good goalkeeper as well. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um,
0: but I do think that what that does is changes where um, where we had the team before when it's when everyone's fit and Tierney was the fullback that went forward and Tommy Asu would tuck in. I yeah. think you just switch it to the other way around, and Tommy Etto will tuck in from the left, and that would go to a back three when we have got the ball. And Cedric will be allowed, you know, some some space to go forwards um, and get on the pitch. Because I think it's good having that overlap because it lets Saka come inside. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I hope Ben White's fit because I do think that back four would be would be pretty interesting. Although Ben White does like to give away free kicks when he's playing at fullback, I've noticed that.
1: Yeah, plus they're still settling in. But out of the out of that Spurs, if you had to make a best eleven of both sides, this is something else I was talking to Alex about. He said he would only take, I think Martinelli. No, he said he'd take Tyranny and Saka, and that was it.
0: So, oh, how wow. many of the Spurs players would you take? Um, I mean, do you want my like honest opinion? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, my yeah. fan. well, I mean, my Arsenal fan opinion is fucking none of them. But none of the fuckers. No. <laughs> um, my, my completely, if I'm being totally neutral, honest opinion, uh I sadly would have to say, yeah, I would have Harry because he's fucking annoying and does score goals. Um, I don't think I'd take any of their midfielders, though, over us at the minute. No. And I don't think I'd take their defence either. Like, their fullbacks are good going forwards, but... Their fallbacks are both a bit Tavares, like they can't defend. Um, the only other one, yeah, probably like Phil Maka said, Son is. I, I think Son is their best player. To be honest, I think yeah. he's better than Kane, um, and I think he makes Kane's job a lot easier. He's the incredible footballer. He's fucking annoying, and I hate him.
1: He's a <laughs> dirty
0: cheating cunt and all, but um, but yeah, he's very good at football. Uh, so yeah, they they're definitely in for a shout. But no, I think our defence is better goalkeeper is um i think tommy ass is incredible i think jacker and el are playing really really well at the moment um and particularly the pair of them together they've got a really good understanding um erdegaard is just absolute magic to watch right now like oh it is watching him at the moment is like and before anyone gets upset i'm not saying he's as good as bird camp I'm not saying that. All
1: right. Well, happy so. birthday yesterday yeah. to Burcamp and our Lord and Yeah. And, and Wiltoard and stays Diaby.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying he's as good as Burcamp. But watching him at the moment, it's like watching as if someone took DNA from Dennis mm-hmm. and then DNA from Santi Cazorla and then like mixed them together and like made Urdegar because. His vision and his passing on the ball is like watching Dennis, but his feet and how quick he is with his feet and beating people and little spins and nutmegs and stuff is like, oh,
1: that reminds
0: me of
1: He's a prime example of when you go to football when you just watch one player.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just really, really incredible, incredible to watch. Um, like everyone knows how good Saka is. The the kid's unbelievable, especially for his age, and Martinelli as well. Like, I mean, in that Leeds game, he was just terrifying that defence. And I, don't get me wrong; I know their defence isn't isn't been great this season, but when he turns it on, that kid's incredible. He just, I tell you, what someone needs to do to Martinelli is just say to him, just uh, say, "Oh, we're playing Liverpool today. They're just playing in a different colour kit." Because whenever he plays Liverpool, he's like. Almost the best player on the pitch until that like Salah comes on or something. <laughs> it's just, yeah, he, he's absurd. Um, and and fair play to Eddie at the moment. Like he's he's getting his goals whether they're nicking it off the goalkeeper or like that. This second goal was a really really nice finish in the Leeds game. Like a really good finish. That was great movement and build up and took the finish really well. Like falling over as he's, as he's taking it. And his work rate's fantastic. So. I can't fault any of them. Um, I've got no idea how to call tomorrow. I I don't think you ever can call a derby, to be honest. Um, But If we can win tomorrow at Spurs, at a fucking awful stadium, you just imagine the misery. Oh, my God. I mean, I would not want to be in the away end. I don't think I'd be able to handle it. Like they're just they're fucking vile. Those fans, honestly. If you've never been to a Spurs away game, it's a yeah. I don't
1: recommend it. Twice. It's
0: it's, it's not pleasant. Yeah. Um. I don't know what it's like. I haven't been to their new stadium, and I don't particularly plan on ever going. But no. Oh, to That'd be to be in the away end if if you win though. Whew, I mean, it's going to be amazing in the stadium, but once you get outside, it won't be great. <laughs>
1: It is going to be quite good. Did you know I spoke Swedish? You've got Michael in Sweden here says, Oh, I remember that day. I remember it, which is going on. I have fallen in love in Gnanget, a love that lives. That's uh, that's my Swedish translation because I speak Swedish.
0: You didn't Google that then, Danny?
1: No, I I do know what Gnanget means. Okay. It means um, mushroom. Oh,
0: right.
1: Yes. Well, there you go only fill us it up with something in English. Hello. <laughs> so, um, people in the chat, are you confident about the, the game tomorrow? Uh, not, I know we have our head and then we have our heart thoughts. Hmm. And I honestly think we can beat them either way. My heart says we can beat them. My head says we can beat them. I think it can be done. Because they are... they, they give a perfect example of them, they beat Man City 3-2. Next game, they lose one little Burnley. Well, they had a great game against Liverpool 1-1. And now tomorrow they're going to go and get smashed. Hopefully,
0: yeah.
1: But it's just that they got that bloke in midfield. I was looking up his name, Hoberg. Hoiberg, oh, absolute toilet. Yeah. yeah, he is there. Xhaka. wind him up, yeah. and then uh, he'll he'll snap, and then we'll uh, he'll get sent off. But I don't. But the Leeds game was ruined by their player getting sent off. If he wouldn't have got sent off, we could have got four or five in that game. Because as soon yeah, as he got I sent think- off. I, I
0: think the moment, him. yeah, we just went, oh, it's 2-0, they don't attend where you can just turn off now, which I get. And again, that's that's an experience thing, I think. That's that's where you need Xhaka and – um, geez, who else is old in that team that played? Jacker and Elneny, that's it. <laughs> Everyone else yeah. was about – was a teenager, basically. You need those two, really, to be like, no, no, come on, lads, you've got to, you've got to keep going. Um, Yeah, I, d- I don't know how to call tomorrow. I'm um, – I don't want to jinx it by saying I'm confident or I'm not. There's no such thing as
1: jinxing. There's no such thing as luck and there's no such thing as jinxing.
0: Okay, we're going to
1: win 5-2 tomorrow. Because I remember that time years ago, we had an ABW maybe five or six years ago and I started off with what's everyone's uh, pre-match rituals? And they went through and I do this and I wear this and I did that. I went, and how's that working out for you? Are we unbeaten for five years? <laughs> Don't fucking bother with any of it then, because it doesn't mm. fucking work.
0: It's true. It's very true. Uh,
1: the only way that could work is if they do more than we do. And then All, the although, cost the count.
0: I'm not going to lie, Danny. Tomorrow I'm going to wear my ABW t-shirt because, <laughs> and this is really stupid, <laughs> we had those three losses and then we had the, what was the first game after the three losses? Was it Chelsea? or Man United. It's West Brom. Oh, what? No, in? no, Norwich. no, the, no, the, the three really shitty ones. And then we beat Chelsea and Man United. Didn't we? Yeah, it was Chelsea. So I wore my ABW top for the Chelsea game and I wore it in, at, I wore it at work. So I did some free advertising for it as well, walking around. Uh, did we you know
1: get I mean? any, any, any views from that?
0: No, apparently lawyers are not interested in football at all. Um, Scam. <laughs> no, terrible people. But I also wore it for the Man United game. Oh won. Every time I've worn it since that Chelsea game, we've won. So I feel like I have to wear it tomorrow now. And obviously, if we don't win, then I'll burn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well actually, I am gonna get some more of the, the newer version made. Yeah. But then also we beat them this season on when we we're a shit, we beat them 3-1. Yeah. At our place. So there you go. That's yet another. Um, reason why we we might do well against them tomorrow?
0: If it was a home game, I'd be like, yeah, we'll win. I think it's just because it's away and they have been, like, towards the end of the season, they have been playing pretty well and they, like, they really stifled Liverpool and probably could have got a win in that one. Um, But yeah, Arteta's going to have a plan and the players will follow it and like El Elneny said, you give me a plan and I execute it to the letter and he will go yes. out and do it. Hopefully he will execute Son and Kane on the pitch. <laughs> and
1: one of because if Elneny has a game, we know what we see on the pitch. All we see is this.
0: Oh, yes.
1: A hundred Elnenys everywhere you look. It's yeah. a matrix. It's actually uh, an official saying. It's a matrix of Elnenys.
0: Yeah. In, in the shape of a pyramid as well. I like that. The yeah. pyramid pier himself. himself.
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolute... Yeah. Uh, an absolute fact now that you've said that Richard's actually in the chat hello Richard he was nearly going to do three shows in a row I said don't do that no one's ever done three shows in a row said okay then yeah don't work at all that's
0: terrible for you it's not good for your
1: health Uh, Um, let's let's move away from that and a a topic that I know we'll both like Naz Osman Mm -hmm. says I know you like science Danny could you recommend (laughs) some good
0: (laughs) sci-fi series (laughs) Oh, something to forget about the complete feeling nausea. Um, I do love Battlestar Galactica, the new and the old. I love both. I think they're great.
1: I've re-w- um, I rewatched the, uh, the the new one probably four yeah. times, and I could I could turn it on again tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and the best thing about the new one is the um, the sort of the is it like four episodes as they're being chased away, and it's like the countdown before like the main series starts. I can't remember what it's called now. There's like a countdown clock. Oh, they, they did a prequel, prequel didn't they? they? Yeah, like a prequel thing. That's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, because
1: you really... see, you see the planet blowing up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, all the that's, robots that's down on the planet. Um, yeah, The Expanse. Avon Head, That is a great show. Absolutely love that. Love I tried watching that. You,
1: you and Jeff, Jeff Canadian mm. Jeff, are always going on about that, aren't you? Yeah. I, 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 F- I tried took a few,
0: Took me a few episodes to get into it, but yeah, after about third or four episode, then. What's the, the gist result? of it? Um. Okay, see, look, this is what happens. When you you let Danny (laughs) fucking talk or pick questions, (laughs) nothing about Arsenal. Um, It's basically, it's set in the future, and uh, people have left Earth and they're on Mars. So there's people on Earth, there's people on Mars, and there's people in the belt, in the asteroid belt. They're called Belters. But basically what they are is they're miners from Wales, essentially, but with South African accents. Ah. Um, Yeah. So Mars and Earth are sort of in a Cold War, and the, Belters are just sort of left on their own. it's quite political between the three factions, but the belt is divided itself into like separate gangs and factions and stuff. So one belter might do something to attack earth or Mars, but then the whole belt gets blamed for it kind of thing. So they're like the lower classes, but yeah, it's very very good. And uh, basically a group of people from all different places end up on a ship together and, um, essentially try and stop everyone from blowing each other up um phil says
1: here i got bored and confused with expanse with one episode totally yeah yeah
0: it takes a while it takes a while to get going but once you get into it it's really really good um fringe was
1: very good until they decided at the end i'll fuck it do a half season put, a, put an alien this it's done and then they went time travel fucked it all up gone <coughs> um and then I'm trying to think of other ones. Focus is the old V. I didn't like any of the V's. No, I wasn't a big fan of
0: those.
1: Does. But Star Trek, I watched the first episode of Star Trek: um, Brand New Worlds or whatever it was called, and I found out why there are no pink men in Star Trek anymore. Why it's all oh. uh, it's all minorities and and oh. women. I mean, you look at um, Star Trek um, Discovery, all women, because they say in the out in the out new outer worlds fuck i'm gonna say that differently every time that there was world war three and 30 percent of the human population was wiped out and they were all, all probably pink men like us that's why there are none in future episodes of star trek oh
0: that makes, makes a lot out. of sense and to be fair there would probably be less uh see now we're getting on to philosophy uh there would probably be less white people or pink men as danny likes to call us um they as time evolves because we're all mixed together and We'll yeah, all be but coffee tea. coloured in a couple of thousand yeah. years, and I'd rather be coffee coloured. To be fair, because this skin in the sunlight is horrible.
1: Well, and I'd really rather be somewhere baseball. that makes me yeah. coffee coloured look, because you're not going to get that in East Anglia. Yeah. But Star Trek, I liked Star Trek um, Discovery. The first series was brilliant with Jason. Mm-hmm. Hello to Jason Isaacs, and um, with him in it. And then it went, oh, let's just have a, uh, a woman. A Women run all of it. Now, my favourite characters on there was the gay couple. They were fantastic. I really liked Tilly, the ginger bird, and uh, the alien bloke, the um, one who had legs like a giraffe. I can't remember what his name is. Oh,
0: what do you mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, the Kelpian. them. Uh, they were my favourite characters. But then I just got fed out of it, and it's just continuously, oh, give up with it. So I didn't watch series series four of that. Um, Picard, I quite liked Picard, apart from the fact that Picard now looks about 110 I uh, do not yeah. watch don't watch Picard at the same time as you're watching next generation. Cause you will think there's one episode of the next generation where he goes, a satellite beam, um, takes him into the satellite, knocks him out. No, sends a beam from the satellite, knocks him out. And then he lives an entire life on that planet as, as Picard. And then he ends up changing his name and then they, they age him and he looks, it looks quite close to how he did. Now that was a fantastic episode, but I've yeah. just watched all of star Trek next generation, every episode, in in about four months and i'm looking at deep space nine and i'm thinking oh
0: god that's a slog half
1: oh first episode that's the fourth time i've watched the first episode yeah. and i'm watching three or more three other episodes i'm in and i just do not give a fuck about any of it
0: yeah um, um I'll, I'll give you one more although it's completely not worth watching because i never finished it and there was only ever one series and i think it's from the 90s it's called dark skies um, in the nineteen forties, was, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was the fifties or sixties. And there's like a, I don't know if it's Howard Hughes or like a Howard Hughes types in it. And there's aliens, but they're like weird little bugs, and they get inside your brain and take you over. And there's a CIA division called Majestic thirteen, which might have been a real thing. And it's got I like some stuff about MK Ultra and the Absolutely. stuff they did with acid on people and all that sort of stuff. It was a really good TV show. it got canned after one season. It was really annoying. But I enjoyed it, or at least I remember enjoying it. It might be awful if I watch it now. Um, if you just want some cheesy like Channel Sci-Fi, um, Sci-Fi shows, Dark Matter and Killjoys are both pretty decent. Special effects aren't amazing, but they're like easy to watch.
1: I have watched so many, um, because I I have nothing else better to do with my time. In fact, last night I watched The Hitchhiker's Wife again. That was, uh, I'm just looking through, I have a list of uh, detectorists. Go and watch that, people. It's on BBC iPlayer. If that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, have you seen it?
0: I have not. Oh,
1: my God. I don't have a TV, I
0: don't have a TV license anymore, so I've I've done all the iPlayer. (laughs)
1: I've I've been here 29 years and I've only had it once for about a month. (laughs) <laughs> and then, then fucked it off yeah. uh, but you ain't gonna go far wrong with uh,
0: um,
1: Battlestar Galactica I watched Outer Range as well the new series on Amazon that's gonna,
0: supposed, to be, supposed to
1: be good yeah, mm. just, just have your finger on the skip button there's a yeah. whole load of shit that you d- does not need to be in that that could be a brilliant three-parter yeah. but they've milked it for for seven Russian yeah. Doll just finished series two of that absolute dog shit that turned to halfway through uh, just the star treks i think you should stick to or go to go watch vikings that's not very sci-fi but that is that is really good
0: oh and another recommendation whilst we're still not talking about football uh would be and it's not sci-fi is um the sinner on netflix with uh, bill Pullman. so a detective oh. like tv show uh type oh, There's only, like f- only four series and each series is based around like one murder or one mystery um the only continuous character is the detective himself. But it's all in different places, but
1: yeah, very, very good. Um oh, yeah. the new announcement for Doctor Who—that that, bloke—he's from Rwanda. He—he he was in um, sex, sex education. He was really good. Yeah, he was the best character. I didn't even know he wasn't English. Yeah. The accent. If hopefully he has that English accent in um, in Doctor Who, he is fantastic. i'm not a i'm not a doctor who fan personally
0: but um i do i like the actor Uh, my mate's big doctor who fan so he's very excited about
1: it he is Um, he was he was by far the best and the young girl in there who's french who she's she plays an english woman but um she she's born in france grew up in france but lived in england for ages so she's got an english accent but richard wants to know uh kenobi i take it that's a star wars thing
0: that is a st- yeah. <laughs> yes. That is a Star Wars thing, Danny. I'm very, very excited for Kenobi. It's it's set after the original film. Uh, no, sorry, Danny. It's not set. It's set after the prequel films from the late '90s, early 2000s, and it's about Obi Wan Kenobi before he becomes Anakin in in uh, Tatooine and such. But yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, hopefully, that is- don't ruin it.
1: David knows that episode I was on about. It was called The Flute, which is why in later episodes, you will see that it's one of his prized possessions, The Flute. And that actually brought a tear to my eye.
0: Yeah.
1: It was amazing. Phil likes The Detectorists. Stan says, original episodes of The Outer Limits on Daily Motion. The Outer Limits, I don't know about that. Better Call Soul, I watched it all the way from the beginning up until the end of the last series. I watched it over Christmas. And so I'm waiting for this series to finish and then I shall watch the last one, but I get, so this is why I now hate Mexicans. Uh, I've only got one Mexican friend, which is Mike Hurts. I've had, I broke the, oh, and the, uh, the Arsenal literature door. I broke the news to the pair of them. I said, I don't like Mexicans anymore because of what they've ruined that show. I hated them in, in, um, Breaking Bad. The Mexicans ruined that and now they've ruined this. Oh. Which is a bit of a shame because I, I do, I think, I'm quite a fan of the uh, the Mexican South American ladies. I think they are they are delightful. No,
0: but, hey, you want to go to Antigua?
1: I certainly do. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Mexicans, I'm done with you. So I have broke them. Um, it's, it's a hard breakup with me and Mikey Hurts. He hasn't taken it well. But there again, he's an AC Milan, so fuck him. Um, Stan <laughs> says, Lakers, a rise of the empire. John C. Riley very good for two and oh young rock i'm watching young rock i've just finished series one of that
0: is Very that good. actually about the rock
1: yeah it's here it's about there's two different versions of the rock and then himself is set in the future and he's president and he's been interviewed oh. and he just talks about his life but you have all the old play all the old colt Hogan and jimmy snooker and his dad yeah, okay. and all that um, and you have all those actors playing those like andre the giant and so people play those and look like randy savage it's really good it's clever how they've done it
0: Ooh. I
1: shall have to check that out. Yes. Do you like that? Uh, Stances we own the city. Never heard of that. Um, oh, here we go. Steph's trying to get us back on. On, on track. <laughs> come on, you guys. We are better than the scum. Ay caramba. And uh, I've started watching the Simpsons and Family Guy regularly. I download it every time it's on now.
0: Quite oh, enjoy. Family
1: Guy is is about fifty times better than the Simpsons. And I
0: tried watching <laughs> uh, Simpsons and Morty again. Simpson, since, I can't remember what series it is, but that, that kind of went really downhill. And they tried I to mean, make it too much like Family Guy. With like I, watched cutaways and Mort- random yeah.
1: I watched Rick and Morty episode one again. Don't like yeah. it.
0: Cannot get into it. That not perfect ba- ba- Yeah, that gets better as it goes on, and you kind of get used to those things. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, eh. Archer is the best cartoon, like adult cartoons.
1: Well, being being an adult, I don't watch cartoons apart from Family Guy, really. Yeah. So well, you, should, uh, you should
0: watch Archer, you should watch Archer because it's about a drunk spy who's a terrible spy, but somehow <laughs> manages to complete all his tasks. And it's also what our dog. That's why he's called Archer, and why his other dog is called Lana. Oh, uh, two of the characters from um, from good. the TV show Archer. It's very funny. Um, Locus is
1: Loki says third rock from the sun. Very good. It, it was very good. Oh, that
0: was a good show. Yeah, that was a really good show. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, Michael agrees with you. Yeah. Um, so just talk a bit about who what we need in the summer and are we confident mm-hmm. whether we're gonna get it or not. What, who who would you like? I think the one that we all all mutually agreed on is Tammy Tammy Abraham.
0: i I'd love personally, I'd love Tammy Abraham. Uh, Mourinho did an interview the other day. Um, and he said Tammy hasn't asked to leave or something along those lines. Um, but if someone in England wanted him, uh, I'm sure Tammy could click his fingers and make it happen. So, read into that, read into that what you will, it's classic Mourinho. Um, but if we could get anyone, and I know the, the club were very, very, um, very uh, trying to like get him in and they couldn't get the deal done, I think Chelsea would being been assholes. Um, that would be perfect for me because he's got pace. He can link up play. He can run in behind. He can hold the ball up. uh, He's got height. Uh, He's, don't get me wrong, he's finishing still, doesn't need some work. But I I think he's an amazing footballer. And I think you put him with Martinelli and Saka and then you've got Erdegaard behind and you've got people like Smith Road to come on and stuff. It's just, oh, that's disgusting. That terrifies terrify people. Um, I'd be surprised if it happened. Um, although Syria are still losing money, they're not getting as much as they were. So maybe, maybe. It's a very slim chance. Uh, the, Gab- the Gabriel Jesus link is still there. Obviously, Haaland is now pretty much signed for City. I think they're just doing personal terms at the moment. Oh, great. Um, which, I don't know, a million a week or whatever, they're going to pay him ridiculous. Oh, it's money. in
1: Vinci blog. Paul. Oh.
0: Ah, hello. Um, yeah. I, but jesus for me is a really sensible signing um he's still young is he 25 he says is yeah he is I checked this the other day Ooh, look at me <laughs> we don't know we don't know how um, old any
1: arsenal players are <laughs> no,
0: no no yeah um but yeah jesus is just he's like he can play forwards and I know lots of people have said, I've seen lots of people on Twitter saying, oh, his his goals per game ratio isn't that good. But if you actually look at his goals per game ratio when he plays as a striker, it's very good. Mm. It's really, really good. As a winger, it's also very good. He gets assists. The fact that he can play wide either side and play through the middle, I think is a great asset. Um, he knows the league really well. He's been here, what, four, four or five years now, I think, in the Premier League? Uh, he knows the Champions League, um, Brazilian as well, helps Martinelli, who just got into the national team, Gabriel's there, Edu's there, I'm sure that's a factor, and he knows Arteta. Um, So for me, it's kind of a no-brainer. And I know lots of people going, oh, we don't want City's rejects. Well, it's not that he's a reject, it's that Man City have got so much money and such wealth of talent in pretty much every area of the pitch. Someone has to be pushed out. That's if that happens to be him and it's what is it, 30 million? I think they're talking something like that 30 million for him. Yeah, for that level of player of ability at his age, you can get him for 30 million. And if in three years' time he wants to move, he's 28, so he's still got good years left in him, you're going to get more money. That is for me, it just makes. Makes perfect sense. You can offer him more money in the city of paying him because, believe it or not, he's not actually on that much ma- uh, money at City. Um, I think someone said if you like gave him 150k a week, he'd be on almost double what he's on at Man City, which really? sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but I don't think he's on mega money because he's because they got him so young and from Brazil. Um, you know, it's. I'm sure it's something stupid like that. I get him the internet yeah, says. That's, that's what what you know is on Twitter. So whether that's true or not, I have got no idea. Um the, the only other player I see leaving City if Jesus doesn't go would be Sterling.
1: 90 so, grand a week apparently Yeah, 90 there you go 90 grand a He's
0: week. He's on
1: less than Nathan Ake. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Fuck so hell. you could you know you could give him more money without breaking the bank and get him for a really good fee and he'd still have sell-on value. So For me, that makes perfect sense. But if you sign Gabriel Jesus, then you have to sign another striker. But the other player has to be an out and out striker. So I would say, if somehow Tammy Abraham was available and we could do it and the price was right and whatever, then that would be perfect for me. Because then you've got you bring in two different profile strikers, but both are very, very mobile and uh, both compress really well which is very important to the team as well um and they also seem to have a really good attitude which is a big thing for you know what what um i think arteta and eddie look for in players is the attitude and how it's going to affect the dressing room it's going to be a big thing like you could be the best player in the world but i guarantee if arteta thinks you're a knob he's probably not going to sign you even if it would, say, like, technically improve the team, I think if it disrupts the sort of harmony and the togetherness they've got in the dressing room, he's just not going to look at them. Do I think he's the right attitude to have, because when you're building that young team, you want them to be together and really, really build with it.
1: Um, How about the talks of, um, uh, you just said his name, Raheem Sterling. There was a bloke, Tom had a, yesterday Tom had a really good um, um, bloke <coughs> on, he was a Leicester fan, mm. he was talking about Tielemans, and I think he may have said that... Uh, the Spurs were after him as well. But it looks like if, if, if um, Sterling leaves Man City, he's going to go and play with Conte at at, Chelsea, at, at Spurs. But wow. the main thing he said is that it looks like the Tielemans deal is is almost done because we wanted him when he left uh, Anderlecht and went to Monaco for a year and a half. Yeah. But then he didn't want to come to us because he thought he wasn't ready. And then so he spent a year and a half there, half a year on loan at Leicester. And then Leicester signed him and he's been there for three years and they said the deal is almost as good as done. Are you happy with that?
0: Oh, um, I know some people don't like him, but I really like him. I think he's a good player. He's got the... i do not He's not like a DM or anything like that, but I think he's got that engine you can get him to go box to box, and he's more of a eight than he is a six. Um, and again, Premier League experience, he's got some European experience, international. Um, he's got some international teammates in the squad, it's a good um, – he's Belgian, isn't he, Tillemans? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good uh, sort of – not like really older, but slightly older mentor for uh, Laconga as well to build that. I think you could see a really nice midfield of Parte Tillemans and Erdegaard, I think would be really nice in some games. You could then swap that out and bring in Xhaka for others. Um, and we need we do need another centre mid. And I think he he fits the profile. He's got good passing. He can score goals. He can assist. Um, if you really need him to play DM, he can. But it's not his best position. Um, but yeah, I, I think for me, if you're if you're keeping El Nenny, if if we're working on the bem- pre, uh, premise that Xhaka and El stay, you've already got party. Um, you add Tillemans to that. You've got Erdegard as and. Smith-Rowe is the options ahead of them as a 10, if you like. And then whoever it is from the youngsters may be coming through. I think that's a really good base to be off. And you've also got Lokonga in that mix as well. So you've got five centre-mids there to cover two positions, which with uh, Premier League and Europe and like other cup competitions, I think generally is enough. And then one or two youngsters may be mixing in. Um and you've got other players, you know, like Ben White can obviously play there. Um, so I, I think that's all really good options for me. And again, it's another, it's a sensible signing. You're not going out. Because I think realistically, the big money we spend will likely be on a forward, whoever that main striker is, if Jesus is, is, is one of the forwards we get. That's where the big chunk of our money is going to go. Well, he's been saving
1: not- up all of his pocket money, hasn't he, yeah. Arteta, too, to spend yeah. big this summer.
0: Yeah, I mean, Tillemans is not going to cost us uh, a ton of money. Zeus isn't going to cost us a ton of money. It will be that main striker, whoever it is. So those two signings make sense to me. I don't know who the centre-forward will be. And then you've got to look at um, a fullback.
1: The That hickey from, uh, from, from Bologna. Bologna. Yes. Celtic went to Hearts for, I think, a year and a half, then went on to... And half one and a half seasons now at Bologna. He plays left back, left wing back. He's been playing a lot of left midfield. He's played a few games of. You can tell I've been on transfer market looking at it. He play right games. back as well. He can play yeah. anywhere.
0: Yeah, he's very interchangeable at fullback. He can come onto his right foot. Um, He's really, really good one-on-one defender. Um, Really, really good one-on-one defender. He's still obviously got a lot of learning to do because he's only young. Um, but like 1v1, you'll see, if you go and watch some highlights of him, they'll probably be within the highlights where it looks like his man's beaten him. I think uh, what, what, they played Roma the other night. I can't remember if it was Pellegrini or Pellegrini or someone that got past, looked like he got past him, and he made a really good recovery tackle and block, and he does that a lot. He's a really, really good 1v1. So um, that's just – I. I for me, if that's the fullback we're going for, again, not going to cost you a lot of money. Um, he's played in Scotland, he's played in Italy, so he's uh, still very young. But
1: Someone for Tyranny to talk to that'll understand him.
0: Yeah, exactly that as well. So we'll have two blokes coming up with Tesco carrier bags and short sleeve shirts, no matter the weather, yeah. which will be wonderful. Um, again, these are all like sensible, you don't always have to get superstar names for, for certain positions. I, I mm. really don't think you need that. And we've shown
1: in the past that he's really good at <clears throat> winkling out these players and then making them fit our yeah. system.
0: And, and the thing is, with a lot of these, I know Tavares is sort of the one that people have got question marks over. But because of his age, there might be a player there. And if there's barely out of nappies, yeah. And if there isn't, you know, a player there, then you go, all right, okay, we made a mistake with that one, but we didn't spend a fortune, and we'll probably at least get our money back. Yeah, you know, or, or at worst, with like a tiny loss, which. Over the period of time he's at the club for, he's not going to equate to that much or maybe equates to nothing. Um, right. you know, so I, I think they're the, they're the sort of big areas. And then, um, I would guess that goalkeeper will be one because I assume Leno will probably leave yeah. in the summer, which and I think we, don't blame him. That's fair enough. You know, he's been, oh, I think that he's that been a good player. True. Yeah. He's been a good player for the club and like this season when that short period Ramsdale was injured he came into the team and played really well and you can see he obviously gets on with Ramsdale the way they celebrate together when he got on the pitch and everything so again another another guy who not necessarily his fault I think he's a decent goalkeeper I don't think there's anything wrong with him it's just he doesn't quite fit the system and he's at an age where he needs to play first-team football so yeah hopefully get a I don't know is he out of contract in the summer or has he got a year left?
1: Now, this I have a thing here, brand, and I go to contracts. Boom! There we go. Oh, there we
0: go.
1: And it's only taking me nine years to do this. Where is he on here? <laughs> oh, no, and, uh, he's
0: 2023, 20, so he's got a year left.
1: Yeah, it uh, means we get money yeah. for him.
0: We get a little but bit Paul, of money, but not a lot. Yeah,
1: Paul in the chat says, Uh, the young man, the right back from Nottingham Forest, but oh, yes. I think- it was good, but he hasn't really done much since then, and and not well, not much that I've seen. Forest are on an amazing run; they've made it into the playoffs. They're looking good for a possible making it back into the Premier League for the first time in about best part of twenty years, I think it would be. Mm-hmm. He was on loan for Middlesbrough, which we've really yeah. got to deal with. With um, we can maybe say we'll have him, and you can mm-hmm. have uh, Balogun for another season on loan because he needs another yeah. season.
0: He, I do really like that guy. I can't remember his name, but he's a very I mean, when we played against him, he was their standout player for me. But I've watched him and Ross from the Hipsters pod, when that occasionally uh, ever broadcasts, constantly talks about him. Um, I do really like him. I do wonder if it's one of those ones where they might get him and then loan him out to someone, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Again, depends what happens. Cedric maybe goes in the summer. Um, Should we talk about the? The quickly, the players that are out of contract
1: before. Oh, well, we've got a couple coming in, though, in the summer. We've got Ashton Trusty from Colorado Rapids. I oh, think yeah. that's another, like, that's, that, a, another that's the goalkeeper, isn't it? No, it's a defender. That's a defender. And we have got a goalkeeper as well coming from somewhere else, but it hasn't mm. got it on here. We haven't signed him yet, but the deal is mm. agreed, so I can't remember who he was, and I can't be able to go and find it. But
0: uh, Matt Turner. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's Brady, it uh, Brady's Banana oh, put it in the chat, and Paul uh, Hebke, yeah, oh, yeah. Was asked the, asking the question, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so Matt Turner. Apparently, he's one of the best goalkeepers in MLS, and MLS do have a history of decent goalkeepers: Brad Guzan, Tim Howard, um, Well, Americans
0: Farrah. are very good at holding balls, aren't they? They're not yeah. great at kicking them, but they're
1: yeah, you know. Um, yeah, so you're saying are the same players right our left. American
0: audience. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Jed Spence, are out Spence alone. that's the guy. Sorry, Jed Spence is the uh, the right back we were talking about. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do like him. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we'll, what we do, we'll do, we'll go through the players out on loan and the ones' contracts ending and then do some questions.
1: Yeah? Okey-dokey. Do you want me to read them out or have you got a list?
0: Uh, yeah, no, go on. You, you, you follow them out, mate. Um, Mavropanos
1: at Stuttgart, um, they have a deal. If they avoid relegation, they buy him for, I think, €6 million Euros and are already going to flog him for twenty. But yeah. they drew 2-2 with um, Bayern Munich the other week. I think he scored an own goal. And so they've got they've got one game to go. And if they win and Hertha Berlin lose, then they avoid relegation. But they can't be caught by Armenia by field below them because of the goal difference. There's a seven swing. So it almost looks like they're definitely in the, the, the Bundesliga playoffs. Who have they got the last game of the season? Um, Stuttgart have got FC Cologne, who are seventh, but they are at home. And then if they have a playoff... Then Bundesliga two playoff team is going to be either Darmstadt or Hamburg.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, so hopefully they don't get re- they get relegated and then we get him back for nothing.
0: Yeah. But
1: is he good enough?
0: Um, he's the, by all accounts he's had a good season, but I don't think he's going to be one they'll look at. I think if he can't no. if he did come back, I think they'd just sell him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Avon Ted said in the chat there. Apparently, we've got a sixty percent sell-on with Mavropoulos. It wouldn't surprise me if we did have that in in the in the loan deal or contract or whatever. So, all uh, the uh, obligation to buy if such and such clauses are met.
1: Mm. Um, Daniel Ballard still too young. Matt Smith mm-hmm. too young. Matteo Gwendozi deal done, isn't it? He's going yeah, back. To the
0: he, he can go wherever the fuck he likes. He's a prick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> decent season like though it. he's had uh 54 54 games nothing but consistent five goals some assists and he's brilliant but yeah that'll be one we'll look back and rue the missing of there's the big one saliba
0: i've got absolutely no idea what's gonna happen with that <laughs> I. fucking no clue anyone <laughs> who tells you otherwise is lying through their fucking teeth <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a clue. I, I genuinely don't know. Look, he, he's like nominated. I think he's in or nominated for the team of the year in France. And um, <laughs> what does that mean? Sorry, Chris, that's gonna want in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, look, he's, he's had a really good season. He's obviously a very good player. I don't know if he's gonna come back or not. I've got no idea. I hope he does because he's a really, really good player. And I hope because that just improves our defence and it pushes White and Gabriel to play better. And if one of them gets forced out of position, then they get forced out of position, and after that's that's what you need. You need competition. So yeah.
1: you do. I'd love to have him back. Chelsea are two up against Leeds, yeah. and Man City are three one up against Wolves. De Bruyne a hat trick, and now he's got uh, fourteen goals in twenty eight Premier League games. His best run, but we don't care about them, so fuck them. Uh, Nikola Moller, he went off to Victoria Cologne in the German third division. They cancelled that, brought him back, and then sent him out to Den Bosch. Uh, He's only 19. Two goals in 11 for Den Bosch. Too early to say about him, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dejan Ilyev, the Macedonian goalkeeper. I think we might have let him go. I'm just working from January, from July last season onwards. Therese John Jules, another one. He's, he's, He's 21 years old. Um, This season, he's had two loans. Oh, one at Blackpool, none in 11. One at um, Sheffield Wednesday, one game, no goals. Even last season, on loan at Doncaster, he only got 15 and 18. The bloke is gone full Jack Wilshere with the injuries. He has had Mm. no luck. I mean, to be 21 years old on a Wednesday 22, he's just gone 21 in February and he's only played 41 games in his career.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's, uh, I think he's done with, isn't he?
0: We we'll just see what happens. Um, the other big loan, one, I think Balogun will go out on loan again.
1: Yeah, hopefully.
0: Yeah, and the other one who I've got no idea what will happen with is Reese Nelson. That's
1: yeah, he's great. doing. They they love him in in Feyenoord. He's he's doing wonders over there. He's, uh, yeah. I don't know what his record is. Where is it? I, I
0: suspect that they would let him go if the right offer came in, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, I suppose if Pepe leaves, then maybe there's a spot for him in the team. Uh, but who knows? I know he's. I know he didn't start very well there. But, uh, he's a Halen
1: boy. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He was coming on as a sub, but now the, the yeah. game he scored the, the other week he played in the semi-final, the, yeah. the Europa League or Conference League, whichever one it was, yeah. he's through to the final. He's, he's becoming a... A really important part of their team, but I'd love hey, Len Boy. I'd love to have him back. his versatile, oh, if, both wings. Yeah.
0: If if he can come back and he can improve on his previous sort of performances for Arsenal, then great. We'll never problem with it, and I, you know, uh, I'd I'd love to see it. But we'll see with that one again. It's it's a bit like the Saliba one. I don't really know what the I don't think anyone knows what the relationship is like between him and Arteta. So,
1: we see. Lucas Torreya another one who had a magnificent start. for us yeah. got him in 2018 for 26 million from uh, Fuura, Sampdoria
0: Fuura. No, Sandoria, and he went to Fiorentina.
1: Yeah. He? yeah, he's on. Uh, Fu- they've agreed to sell him on, a thir- on the end of June this year, 13 yeah. million. What a waste! Yeah,
0: good Great. player again. Really good player, and it just had horrible circumstances. It all happened at the wrong time. Uh, what his family and stuff and. Uh, the club did, for me, the club did the right thing and, and let him go out and play and be close to his family. So, don't have a problem with that. Obi continues his successful career in Syria because I like watching him.
1: How about the longest-serving Arsenal player?
0: Hector! Hector. Oh, Hector. Yeah, I forgot he's on loan, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really haven't thought about him since he's gone, to be honest.
1: He was never a problem.
0: No. I do wonder Company Geezer. <laughs> yeah, I do I do wonder if he'd come back. I do I again I'm leaning towards sell probably.
1: Yeah. Um
0: bit easier but I, out wouldn't, there. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be against it if he's had a really good year there. I don't know. Again, I think because of last summer, how well Osher and Eddie did. Whoever they get or whoever they let come back, I'd kind of trust them on it because their judgment seems to have been pretty good.
1: Uh, Avon Not-Teddington says, uh, Fairnord want to keep Reese, but can't afford to buy him. The second part of his loan has been outstanding. He's in the starting lineup for the Europa Conference final. Yeah. Good. Hope he wins. They're playing Rangers. I hate Rangers, so there you go. Yeah. Oh, just hope that Kate's uh, husband isn't listening to this because he's a Rangers fan. Mm-hmm. Um, got a couple more of the main ones to go through. There is Maitland Niles, conservative.
0: Uh, yeah, he'll go.
1: Yeah, yeah. sadly he should try and wingle a move to Italy. I'd yeah. love to good, give him it.
0: Good athlete but technically I don't think he's gifted enough.
1: Um Pablo Mari, Mari,
0: gone. Here we gone.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a shame. That was uh, we can't afford to pay him because the stupid deal we got where well, I think they get a million for every 10 games that he plays.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is why he's he's he signed for us on loan in January 2020. So he's been here at Arsenal two and a half years <laughs> and in total he's managed 14 league games, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Because if he plays anymore, oh, he's stuck on 19 games and one goal for Arsenal. One more, that's a million pounds, so he's never
0: gonna yeah. play. There's a reason game. he looks like a dodgy drug dealer, and his contract was slightly dodgy as well.
1: <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's um, Phil's um, usual one podcast mental question Would you take Rambo on a free? Oh. Do we need a cleaner? Do you need someone to oh, sell I,
0: I love Aaron Ramsey And if he wasn't on horrendous wages,
1: 400 grand, I rent. would.
0: Yeah, something stupid. Um, I would love to take him back because I think he'd be really good for the dressing room and for the odd game that he'd actually be fit enough to play, he'd be fine. But I don't think it's ever going to happen, sadly.
1: True. Uh, he, um, Avon says Hector won the Spanish Cup with Betis. He did, which is really good. Yeah. And there's a, there's a good story with that. One of the the, the Betis captain. That's his, that's his
0: home t- home team as well, isn't it? Betis,
1: I, is no I think that's
0: oh, where well. he's from. Yeah.
1: But the captain of Betis now is about I don't know. I think he's about thirty-seven, something like that. Oh, wacky! And, yeah, yeah. And the last time Betis won the cup, he was a young man. Uh, he wasn't even playing football professionally, yeah. and so he, he saw it as a kid wearing the shirt. And now he won it as a grown yeah. man, about to retire. Yeah. So that's, Mike, uh,
0: Joaquin is a for the older heads in chat he's a pro-evo legend Joaquin and, and to be fair even on FIFA as well if you didn't have a lot of money and you needed a quick winger you'd always sign him he was great
1: <laughs> um, Paul in Vincey Blog says oh. Coquelin is attacking CDM they've won the game against <laughs> who was it?
0: Matt, oh Liverpool. it was Liverpool wasn't it he was yeah. really good for that bit and then, well, they tune her up, and then Emery went, activates the plan, and conceded three goals.
1: <laughs> Paul's on a roll here. Gibbs, no, I mean Gibbs, no, Ox, sorry, Ox. <laughs> um, Pablo Murray is done with us then, yeah. and then we have... Uh, there was one was... more. So, Torea, Clark, Balakon, Hine. No, I think that's it. There is no more.
0: There, yeah. Klasnach is
1: gone. Um, Young will be gone.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's gone. His contract's torn up, isn't it?
1: So. Yeah. He's on about 500 quid. But um, they've got Trioma Adore, another brilliantly quick player from Wolves. They, they were doing the same deal with him. 10 grand a week. We'll sign you in the summer. Now they've gone, no. We're not having you, from what I read. Because I know nobody in football. So everything yeah. I say, I either make it up. Yeah. How about players that are leaving? How sad are you going to be that... The the best-looking bloke at the club, Alex, you beautiful bastard, Lacazette, is going to be leaving. I'll be... I I shall... A tear will roll down my cheek. He's one of my favourite players. Best-looking bloke at the club. Best beard at the club since Chambers has gone. Oh,
0: Chambers wasn't best beard. I think Giroud probably
1: had the best. Don't you bring that AC Milan shit (laughs) back
0: up. (laughs) Fuck him and fuck AC Milan. Um Will I be sad to see Lacazette go? Uh, I won't be sad to see him leave. I'm sad in the sense that we didn't get the player that we wanted and maybe bought him too late. If we bought him yeah. a few years earlier, then I think you would have seen the best of Lacazette. And I feel a bit sorry for him because are like, we've spent loads of money on you six months later. Hey, we've just spent even more money on another striker. <laughs> Don't yes. worry about it, though. It's fine. Um, so I do feel a bit sorry for him. I suspect yeah. that the chef at Arsenal will be happy to see him leave, though. Yeah. Why? Well, he's always at the buffet, isn't
1: he? <laughs> Is he a bit of a chunky monkey?
0: I think he's a little bit of a chunky monkey.
1: Yeah. No, so some of the he's...
0: best of us, Johnny boy. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I'm hiding it just this, just down here. It's just off camera. Um, no, it'll he, be sad for him going just because he's clearly a very good influence in the dressing room, and the players do respect him and look up to him a lot. And look, he he hasn't been great this season. hasn't been scoring enough goals, but he was doing. He did the rest of the job he was asked to do. So yeah,
1: it will be sad. Is that I bet I bet he smells lovely, mm. but he has a really expensive aftershave, and you can just smell <laughs> lacazettes around yeah. there, and you get a good whiff of him um chris jones says Runnerson, run of the gunner runnison he's fucked off that was a huge yeah. mistake luckily it was only a million pepe talking of mistakes first of all i want to see your reaction the look on your face when i say pepe you you you're one-on-one with the, with that last defender oh what was he i well, we don't know what he was
0: thinking because he obviously didn't think fucking hell well, before that, I thought many great tack and I was like, oh, the goalkeeper, come on, just bang it in. And I saw it go to Pepe, and I went, oh, no, it's on his right foot. Okay, he's going to cut back on his left. And I saw the Leeds players and I thought, no, he's not going to cut back on his left. He's going to be sensible and just run him. And if he gets a better opportunity, he'll cut on his left. If not, he'll just square it to like, I think Martinelli was running and a few other players. And he tried to do it and I was like, Ugh. it just when he did it, it was, I was annoyed and then I was annoyed at myself for being annoyed because I expected it to happen. I should have known that was what.
1: You're a fool to yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I, I played myself. Uh, it's like it's difficult. I, I asked Blog and uh, Gunner Blog were talking about this on um, on Ask Blog this week, and they were saying like, in the moment, like if you watch it back or you look at the picture of a steal, it looks really bad that he hasn't like switched onto his left and scored or or put someone through or something like the speed it was at and everything and dan james is probably going to keep up with him i don't know i just i kind of feel like if it was a different one of our forwards the sums up his career have, didn't it yeah they would have done something the thing is though if that was like an, on another day he would have taken like nutmeg dan james and you were like oh shoot and then he'd stop the ball wait for three Leeds defenders beat all of them Wait till yeah. the goalkeeper got back in goal and like rainbow flick it over his head or something because he can do that. Um <laughs> the yeah, blogs, but I, I used to watch Davinia
1: and say, "Nice lampshade, no bulb." <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> I don't think even Pepe has a
0: bulb. Uh, he he's just not an Arteta player. He's not a. Uh, he's the kind of guy that, you know, Newcastle have got. What's his name, uh, Sir Maximin? When when they got like, say, like another level up in the league to maybe challenging for European spots or something, Pepe is the sort of guy I could see being as one of two forwards, maybe for a Newcastle. And they have like a low block or something and just knock the ball forwards and let him run onto it and do some magic or like do some magic, get up the pitch and then try and cross it for someone. Um, Yeah, I just don't think he's an arteta player. And it, the other thing as well is that that signing fee was fucking ridiculous. It was never worth that money. Fuck knows what was going on there. The fact that the fee was allegedly the exact amount of money that they needed to not go into administration or be docked penalty points or whatever, there was some serious backhanders going on in that fee.
1: <clears throat> and then they got an American lawyer in who was an Arsenal fan to come a, 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 not, maybe it was a lawyer, and accountant to come in after that. And then a short while after that, he Raul was told to get the fuck out and never come back. Yeah, He was a, at best a £25 million player. <laughs> Yeah, is absolutely. But talking of that money, you're seeing how much the deal for Haaland is going to be. It's 70 million pound release clause, and then his agent gets 40 million on top of that, and his dad gets 30 million. 140 oh, yeah. million, and then plus he'll probably get a five year deal at four hundred, five hundred grand a week. Yeah, and he gets injured first game because he is. Uh, you're no, you're not a Dortmund fan. That's good. You're a Leverkusen fan, are you?
0: Oh, you dirty bastard! Glad uh,
1: like that. It's, 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 Oh, glad back. I know it's one of the teams that playing black. Um, uh, yeah, he's injury prone. I mean, you watch a bit of Bundesliga, and a number of times that, and plus Dortmund aren't that great with him. If, if when they play to his strengths of give him the ball, if he's having an off day, they, they lose regularly. They'll lose with him in the side. Then the next week, all go and score four and be magnificent. He's, he's not the finish, but he's not the Harry Kane. He's, you can't rely on him for thirty odd goals a season. Not that you can with Harry Kane anymore, but you could have done if they'd have bought him this time last year.
0: I think the difference is that Harland, will, they'll will just say to him, right, press from the front. If we win the ball back, we'll just give it to you. And you bang it in, you've only got one man to beat. And he can do that all day long in this league. I know he, he's going to get roughed up a bit and whatever, but they're so creative. Like, the idea of watching Kevin De Bruyne and Harland in the same team.
1: Oh, stop it.
0: Oh. Like, that's, that's like old Real Madrid Galactico shit. That is absolutely obscene. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think they'll walk the league again next year. Probably, I think they'll, they'll walk it easier next year than they will this. And it, maybe he's the player that pushes them that one step further in the Champions League. Who knows? But, yeah. I, I think not. he's an... Ex- I, I hope he's an... I think he's an exceptional player. And, um, you know, it's... Sucks that you going to City and they've got so much money, but I'm excited to watch him in the Premier League. And all you got to do, Danny, is think: All right, we've got two games where we might have to suffer him and De Bruyne are playing together. That's going to be horrible. But so have they that lot down the road. And can hmm. you imagine Antonio Conte trying to work out and explain to his players how to stop Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Holland? It's going to be hilarious. So,
1: yeah. It will be funny. Leicester have just scored to so their one up and they will move from fourteenth up to tenth. It's not a bad jump, is it? Terrible season for Leicester, yeah. and they need. Uh, I know we don't really care about Leicester, but they um, Vardy's done. <coughs> yeah. I think the manager could well be done. But they're going to just shown the done what Arsenal have done, getting all the, all the way to nearly a European final, and then their league form has gone to shit. Yeah. They don't have enough uh, enough players. Are we all done then? Because we've done nearly an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, I think we are all done. We've we've answered quite a lot of questions from the chat. I know we yeah. didn't talk loads about the about tomorrow, but I'll be honest, I try to not think about it as much as possible. Um, because when I wake up tomorrow, I'm probably gonna have quite an upset stomach <laughs> and be constantly running to the toilet until kick off. And if I'm not blind drunk before half time, I'll be quite impressed. Cause I've I i do not genuinely ever drink. I had a drink during the Chelsea game this season because I was so nervous and then joyous and I was like wow this is amazing Um, and yeah I think tomorrow's game is just a completely different atmosphere and I'm I'm just going to have to drink myself stupid to get through it because I'm not going (laughs) to be able to handle it at all so I'm going to be a complete mess on Friday morning. I'm sure lots of other Arsenal fans and Spurs fans will be as well but hopefully it's for a win and I'll have a very happy hangover
1: and I don't know who's going to be on the show tomorrow because trying to get any kind of commitment out of anybody. Most of you just <laughs> sit on your asses all night long watching Netflix and dodgy 70s sci-fi yeah. or, or stuff like that. And so trying to get a, a commitment. But there might be a podcast on Friday an emergency podcast the opposite yeah. to chris's emergency podcast so <laughs> uh, it might be certain circumstances may well happen tomorrow night which mean we have to do an emergency podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. i think possibly. what we're going to do in that emergency podcast is watch the first emergency podcast and then see how well we've done <laughs> since then because <laughs> so i've got no idea who's on tomorrow i will be on tomorrow whether we win lose or draw i will be on yeah. Uh, I don't know who else, and then uh, we've got a couple of people. I think James and Daniel said they will might be available for Friday if we if we do oh, one. We've done a preview show. Um, did that yesterday with Alex from Twitch. That's available on our YouTubings. Uh, if you could, if you could, there's a lot of you who are going to watch this. If you just go down into the the, the comments, and just put potato. Your favorite fruit. Anything, any kind of comment helps. And then you get loads of comments down there and YouTube go, hey, analytics, look at this, me love. There's people watching this. Let's tell everyone else about it. We'll send it to everyone's recommendations. And then we get big and famous and then we forget who all of you are. Yeah.
0: I've seen a lot of websites on mine. It keeps coming up. It says "hot milfs in your area." I'm not really sure ah, what ah. it means, but if you put that in the comments, apparently that 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 works as well. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that's that's it from us for tonight. Uh, prepare yourselves mentally, physically for tomorrow. Don't get too stressed out. Go and have a massage. You know, sit in a hot tub if you have got one. Have a shower. Go for a walk. Do what you need to do. Um, don't assault anyone until after the game if it's necessary then fair enough I understand but yeah whatever you need to do if you smoke have a cigarette if you like a drink have that if you're not a drinker have a cup of tea just just try and be calm and relaxed and enjoy the game and just just enjoy it and savour the moment because um, hopefully it's going to be a good one to savour but yeah it uh, just leave me to say thank you Danny for pushing all the buttons and having all the sats and stuff
1: Thank you, John, for just being nice enough to turn up. Otherwise, it would have been me talking bollocks for an hour and a half.
0: Instead, it was me and you talking bollocks for an hour and a half. <laughs> um, and it's good night for me as well. Um, yeah, like Danny said, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, or whatever the equivalent is on whatever platform you're listening on. If you can leave a comment, that'd be great. If you leave a review, that'd be even better. Um, and yeah, Danny will be on tomorrow with who knows, got no idea, whoever's sober. Um, mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll be talking about a win and we'll be having a very happy chat box uh, so yeah, we've been ABW uh, and see you soon Danny, turn this shit off
1: as soon as I scored that goal I was fucking livid splendid business get down dog